1: I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was created, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to Elders, past and present. Hello, my loves. This is New Mum Who Dis, a podcast about all the ways in which life changes when you become a parent and how to stay true to you in the process. My name is Ash London, Reformed radio host and new mum to one-year-old buddy. I thought since we're also time starved, sometimes it is too much of me to expect that you can dedicate 20, 25 minutes to listening to one of my in-depth conversations or interviews. So I thought as a bit of a treat, I might start um, a bit of a quickie series, just like five minute good parts or standout parts, best bits. And then if you really like it and you find yourself with half an hour of time, you can go back and listen to the whole one. So today's quickie is from last week's chat with Dr. Harvey Karp. He's a paediatrician of over 40 years, inventor of the SNOO and uh, the five S's, uh, the happiest baby book. Generally, I just found this man so helpful and fun and smart. And not only has he spent his life studying babies and families, but he's got 40 years worth of face-to-face experience with babies and families. And, of course, he's a father and a grandfather in his own right. The little bit I want to share with you is uh, a snippet where he introduced me to the concept of toddleries. Now, this isn't something I need yet, but he is only one, and we are yet to have a supermarket tantrum, but it will happen one day. And I found this really interesting. So I hope you find it interesting too um, as we get into this. is from about... Uh, Uh, a third of the way through the interview um, with Dr. Harvey Karp. Enjoy.
0: The best preschool teachers, the best pediatricians know tricks that you will, you probably have never learned because you just haven't been in those experiences. And so I actually believe the happiest toddler on the block is so much more important than the happiest baby on the block. Because there are very, very specific techniques, oftentimes counterintuitive techniques that um, make all the difference in in building a child's patience, cooperation and emotional resilience. I'll give you one example.
1: I was about to ask me, I said, come on, you got to give me a sneak peek here.
0: So you asked about what's the change over the last 50 years, 50, 60 years ago, it was perfectly fine for you to spank your children. In fact, many people said you were not a good parent if you didn't do that. You had to, teach, you know, spare the rod and spoil the child and, you know, teach them to whatever. Then we we said, no, 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 that's wrong. That's child, that's abusive experience, but it was okay to scream things at your kids or belittle them or don't be stupid or don't be a baby and all that kind of stuff. Pretty much that's gone by the wayside. And now parents are taught to use active listening, or respectful listening, or things like that, where you narrate back their feelings. Sweetheart, I know you want a biscuit, but we have to wait. We're going to be eating dinner. It turns out that's actually not exactly what you do. And when you speak like that, it's actually, in a very subtle way, undermining your child, and, and, and kind of reducing their ability to emotionally grow. And what I mean by that is this, When you have strong feelings and you express them, why are you expressing them? You're expressing them because you want the people around you who you have a relationship with to understand how you feel, to acknowledge that. And magically that helps you recover. If you don't express your emotions, I'm not angry. Oh, I think you are, you know, you don't even know it. If you don't express your emotions, they never go away. Literally, you have emotions inside of you or may have that are there from when you were a little child and you never had a chance to express them. And um, so so what does that mean? It means that to to be able to be emotionally healthy, you have to express your feelings in an environment that is receptive and respectful how can you be receptive and respectful of Buddy's feelings so he grows up feeling self-worth and entitled to have feelings? And the way you do that is by, it's, it's a technique called toddler in, in the book, Happiest Toddler, and it's three steps, short phrases, repetition, and mirroring a third of his emotion. So when he's very upset, Rather than saying, sweetheart, sweetheart, honey, honey, calm down. I know you're upset. I know you want that, but we have to wait. Remember, we, there's such a difference between his level of feeling and emotion in your words that it's like if you were upset and I say to you, that's very upsetting, Ash. Oh,
1: I want to punch you in the face. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Wouldn't you? It makes you feel worse. Totally, The words are not bad, but there's such a disconnect in the emotional valence or, or emotional value of the words that you're saying that it feels worse than just being ignored. On the other hand, I don't use words and I just reflect something. I go, oh, oh, I don't have to be eloquent. If you read that in the book, it would look odd. But if someone said it to you, like if you were tearful and you were just. very exactly, it's, it's
1: validation.
0: Exactly. But it, the key, you need a special key for the lock. It's not any key goes in there. And that key, that master key is short phrases, repetition, and mirroring a third of, of your emotion. Now, the weird thing is when people do this, they feel odd. They feel like they're acting. You're so mad. You want that. You, 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 you want that toy. You, you say mine, you want it now. Really? Isn't that baby talk? Is that really how I'm supposed to do it? But what's weird about this is when he's very happy and proud of himself, he just did something, you would probably feel okay to go, yay, Wow! Well, you tried so hard, you climbed and climbed and you did it. Same technique. Rather than saying, oh, very good buddy, mother is proud, I will tell father. Right? But I mean, that's kind of what it's like.
1: If you liked uh, that little tidbit, make some time in the coming weeks to listen to the full episode, um, which you'll find it was episode 11 of season three, just last week. Thank you, Dr. Harvey Karp, and thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you next time. I love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.